You're listening to the Claret and Big Blue Podcast on the Pass the Gravy Podcast Network. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. And here we go. Welcome everyone to Baron and Big Blue, probably the only podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right. Football, football, balls. For everyone's taste, I'm Mike Fish and I am joined as always by Mr. Alex Middleton. Alex, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing just well, pal. How are you doing? Flustered. Flustered. Yeah, you got caught in the traffic on the way out here. I, I left like with so much time, so much time on my hands. But then I guess because where I live, it's kind of close-ish to the George Washington Bridge. So you get the people the coming back in from New York City. And it's just mm. sometimes I was just, I was like so close to home. But then when I, because you know what? Because I sometimes like if I'm driving some from somewhere, that I'm not super familiar with, even though it's close and I know-ish how to get there. I like to I like yeah. to throw the Google Maps on, just in case. I always like that. It's nice to have as a backup. You know, like I I don't need it always, but like I like to just have something to look at. And I have one of those like cam or one of those uh like the screens I got put in my car, and it's like I want to be able to like look at that like as a map. Like even if I'm just going to my parents' house, like I know how to get to my parents' house. I can probably do it with my eyes closed, but like I just want to see the map. But also sometimes. Google will throw you a bone and be like, by the way, we found a quick, if you actually do this, there's a wreck. It'll take you 10 minutes. Coming like, up. Oh, shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Thanks, Google. Like, oh, okay. Thanks. So I, so I, once I got to the way, like, okay, this is like the standard part where I'm going to go home now. I know what I'm doing. So I turn off my Google Maps and then I got stuck in traffic and it's like, I could I almost see my house. And then I put on Google and it was like, you're still 20 minutes away, motherfucker. And I was like, seriously? What the fuck? <sighs> But I'm home that is now. that is awful when you just see like like there's not very far left and you're like oh, it's gonna be a while. I'm just gonna be sitting. Uh, also, before we get into Giants West Ham talk, I have a question. All right, that I want you to answer. So you're you're an American. You're an American. I am. Fact. So that's so what I'm wondering if you think it's okay for me to utilize this loophole, right? So what is this loophole? technically? So today, if you're watching this live, we appreciate it. But if you're watching this on demand, we are recording this live on August 29th. August 30th is the anniversary of the day of my birth, right? Okay. So, so technically, we are still six hours away from my birthday. But I am British. So... Ooh. In 53 minutes, it will be my birthday in Britain. So am I allowed to celebrate a 29-hour birthday? Yeah, no, that place. That place. Works, Being right? British, you absolutely get that. All right, so and then by so it'd be 7 p.m. Eastern, it's my birthday. 
But then by 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern, I can then revert back to why I live in America. It's still five hours till midnight. I get five hours extra birthday. Right. A hundred percent. Makes sense. Right? Boom. Cheers. I've always started drinking. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. No, you should definitely <sighs> be able to play that. I'm not a big like birthday month, birthday week guy, but like if you have like international birthday, like that plays. No, I, yeah, with the, the whole birthday, some people have birthday party. No, fuck that. No, you have you have a you have the birthday, and then I I'm I'm a, I allow like for example with me this year my birthday falls on a Wednesday. So for those who celebrate midweek, you get like a bonus day where like, you get to pick the Friday no, or fair. Saturday it's before. Fair. Or the Friday hey, let's go get dinner after. for your birthday, Mike. Let's go get dinner on Friday. Like, okay, it was on Wednesday. We were busy. Understandable. Yeah, but it's like you get an extra it's day. People you don't get like, whole well, week. I, I had to do a birthday with my girls, and then my best friend just wanted to take me out just for her. But then I went out with my husband also, and then I went out with some work friends. And it's like you don't get like nineteen birthday nights. I mean, uh, the only reason I would slightly maybe allow that is if you. If you're inviting different people each time because of, because but I remember one time I can't remember who I'm not even I did I'm not gonna name and shame because I don't want to get yelled at by my wife. But I remember going to something where we did something on a Friday night and it's oh we're going for such and such's birthday. It's like, oh, okay cool. Mm-hmm. Is it her birthday? Oh no, her birthday's on Tuesday. But we're going tonight. Right, makes sense. Boom. And on Sunday we met up and it was still her birthday. It's like what? No, we already did that on Friday. I'm not saying happy birthday to again. It's not, like, right. I'm not saying happy birthday twice before you are even the actual birthday. Yeah, that's uh, it, it gets over the top on that, and it's like, all right, like you're. I guess you're allowed to technically have all those if you want them, but like, I'm not gonna like I'm not bringing you two presents. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that stuff. Unless, unless like, no, no, two birthday presents, never, ever, never, ever. But I'll allow like if it's like your fortieth or your fiftieth. Uh, there's some wiggle room there, but when you like just over embellishing it for your thirty third, but like, who gives a shit about your thirty third? Well, you know what? I decided to go out because it was my birthday month, so I had to go celebrate. Like, well, your birthday is in three weeks. It's not. Well, I don't know. Me and my group of coworkers don't always go out. Yes, yes, you do. Always, every single time. Okay, well, we just trying to celebrate. If anyone does a birthday week or month, especially a month, I've never experienced that. Oh, but I mean, it's it's out there. That just screams, yeah, I'm a little low on cash, so I need to find reasons for other people to buy me drinks. So, and there, hey, see, that's a different week. thing. That's a different thing because like, there's times where like I feel like, oh, dude, hey, happy birthday, Mike! Like I know your birthday was last week. Let me get you a drink. Like that's different. I don't mind, like, I don't mind that. Oh, hey, I didn't get to see you on your birthday. Here's a drink. Like, that's fine. But, like, going out specifically just to celebrate your birthday for the 15th time is kind of weird. It's, it's almost like giving yourself a nickname. You can't, you can't say, oh, on three occasions, the reason we are here is because of me. Like, no. No, that's not cool. Yeah. <sighs> but then the universe... Takes you, you don't get this. the special treatment... You don't get the special treatment because it's your birthday, except for on your birthday. I hate that one. It's like, um, is it okay if I cut in line? It's my birthday. Like, oh, today's your birthday. Well, my birthday's on Tuesday, but we're celebrating tonight. It's like, well, no, then like that's not no tonight's your it's not your birthday. Yeah. You went in line, it's a regular day. And what reason I'm now firmly into this is because I do believe because I trust 
birthday and the universe was like no it's not your birthday and so it punished me because i was driving to my birthday ce birthday celebration and the car alternator broke so rather than starting yeah. drinking and celebrating my birthday i then had to drive to AutoZone, spend hundreds of dollars to buy a new alternator and then even more money to get it fit because i'm not a real man and that was my stressful weekend fuck me too bad i don't live closer to you i would have been over there to fix the alternator for you but i'm a big car guy you, you, you know that you become uh, yeah i'd probably rig it up in the garage you know get under the hood check it out a little bit grease the wheels is this supposed to be rubber bands and duct tape in there? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. It's, it's, definitely, it's, yeah. 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 Well, usually you pay extra for that. I'm not charging you. Yeah. See, these are multicolored great, rubber bands. You're getting a That's, great deal. Getting a good deal. Watch this. You pull them out, put them together, a little rubber band ball. It's a bonus treat for you. Um, right. That's This is where, because yeah, I have been out running errands, which took way longer than I expected. So I'm very much out of the loop. So I missed the 4 p.m. deadline. Um, obviously, the big meet, big because West Ham had a uh, competitive game. So we're going to talk about that more. But obviously, today was deadline for uh, like draft, not draft, roster cuts and roster realignments and stuff like that. So for the Giants, let's just say. So what what I'm going to use you as our correspondent here. Like what's mm -hmm. was there any big I did see Tommy Oh Tommy DeVito got cut which I was very upset about. But other than that was there any shocks any uh... Um Darian Beavers Darian Beavers did not make it. It was kind of saying like him and Micah McFadden were playing for that inside linebacker job. I know that that getting Isaiah Simmons maybe helped helped with that, but I also don't know 100% exactly where Isaiah is going to play. I feel like Isaiah is going to be moved around a lot with Wink Martindale's system now that we've acquired him. Um, I'm looking at a list, and it's pissing me off because the Giants website, it's giving me um, the entire 53-man roster in a slideshow. So we're not going to do that. Uh, um, some and then the once you click names... on five of them, then it goes to an ad, and then you have to wait for yeah. the ad, and then you can... Oh, so some of the big names... BuzzFeed that... shit, Giants. Be better than BuzzFeed. Dude, yeah, you would think. But... Um... O'Shane Zimenez, and um, if you watched any of the final preseason game, he went from a mid-round pick that we thought maybe was going to pan out to be a depth guy, possibly even a starter, and just he's done nothing. Like I said, uh, I did the New York Giants Rush podcast last night, and I was like, just get him out of my face. Get him out of my face. I'm done with him. Uh, wish him the best in life, but like glad he's not going to fuck over the Giants. Um, Jamison Crowder got cut. Cole Beasley got cut, but could sign to the practice squad. David Sills got cut. Um, and then Sean Harlow was a backup center. They got cut. So that's, that's another one. I don't know what David Sills, like, he, did, he didn't really do much since he, cause he came from the bills, right? If I remember correctly. Um, I can't remember exactly where he came from, but David Sills, um, he was, he was recruited by Lane Kiffin to USC in like eighth grade. And then, um, was going to be a quarterback and then ended up just being a receiver. And he has led the giants, uh, since we've had, since the league has gone out of three preseason games, he led the giants in preseason receiving over that time period. Um, but yeah, I feel like a lot of, a lot of what we saw on Saturday night was, it was Saturday night, right? Yeah. Saturday, not Friday. Um, but I think a lot of what we saw was, 
the Giants making sure that like Tyrod Taylor didn't get hurt and the Giants making sure that like Shepard didn't get hurt. The Giants making sure that other guys didn't get hurt and like Tommy DeVito looked okay at times and that's cool. But like he was there as like, remember when Davis Webb played the final game against the Eagles? It was because yeah. we didn't want to risk Tyrod getting hurt. Cause God forbid, God forbid, knock on wood. If Danny gets injured, um, then you want to have a solid backup. And Dan- Tommy DeVito is probably not the guy that I want going out there. Yeah, I'm, and I'm glad. This might sound strange coming from a Giants fan, but I'm I am so glad that. Um, oh my god, now I'm blanking. Um, Aaron Rodgers uh, uh, didn't play that much because because what I'm really looking forward to, what I want, because we twofold, right? Let's talk about the Jets real quick because I don't know how like because. Obviously, I'm local. I'm a stone's throw away from the stadium. There's a big contingent of Giants, Jets fans. It's very, it's a melting pot of green and blue over here. I don't know what it's like in Texas. So, so what's your feelings towards the Jets? Do you like that they're in a different conference? Don't give a shit, or do you do you still hold that local rivalry like to heart? Being there, um, I don't hate them as much as I hate like the Cowboys or the Eagles, but fuck the Jets. Like I don't want them to do well. Because obviously now this year we have the way the the schedules worked out, they they are able we're into rivals now. So like they're right. playing the Cowboys, they're playing uh, the Eagles, and so there's several times when they could help us out this year. So I right, want and them I hope they fuck up strong. the Cowboys and the Eagles and the Commanders, but like yeah, fuck the Jets outside of that. I hope they have three wins so, this season. Benison, oh no, no, here's my thinking because. There is a lot of Jets fans around here, and they are very now. Now they've got Aaron Rodgers. They're like, oh, this is it. This is our year. Even though they are the franchise, I think it's the the, the franchise with the longest that gap between playoff positions. I think even like the Buffalo Sabers in the NHL, which is a team that no one even remembers, is a thing. Even they've made the playoffs since the Jets have made the playoffs. So I'm kind of really hoping that the Jets do really fucking well really well and everyone's like oh this is it this is our year and then week 18 they fuck it up aaron Rodgers throws like three interceptions and then they crash and burn and they don't make the playoffs so i want them to be really good and help us out but then crash and burn right at the end and it'd be really funny that would be funny that would be funny would be funny or what would you say or what'd be funnier if they fuck it up week 18 and just miss out on the playoffs or if they make the playoffs make make the uh, AFC Championship game, and then just get just obliterated in that game, and then all their hearts are stabbed in one in years. What's better? What, what do you think? I mean, all, both of them are pretty good. Both of them are pretty good. As long as like the Jets don't end happy, I'm I'm cool with it. Honestly, I don't I'm, put I'm as really much worried. hope for their misery as I do in like the Cowboys. Like, I want the Cowboys to be miserable. I want the Eagles to be miserable. Because I'm Jets, really like as long as the other two are miserable, they can be miserable too. Because I real talk, the Jets, I, 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 because of the way the AFCs worked out, I think it's not impossible for them to make the Super Bowl. But I'm just so fearful that it could be if it's like a Jets Eagles Super Bowl, that's going to be fucking miserable. Could you imagine that? They won't. Like either way, it's going to be horrible the next day for me. Like, oh. One, the Giants will be in the Super Bowl, so the Eagles are out. Two, the Jets are just not going to get there. That's the only way I would, I would accept the Jets going to the Super Bowl. If it's Jets-Giants, we just then I would love the to be fuck there. out of Aaron Rodgers. Oh. 
like, like I like the, that they well, chased like we did him in like, London last year. Yeah, like Isaiah Simmons got in for one series, and they're like, "All right, what are we gonna do with him? Rush him? We're just gonna blitz him." And then Aaron Rodgers had to like he almost sacked Aaron Rodgers, and then Rodgers was rushed and had to throw the ball away. And that was like, "All right, let's get Rodgers out of there." That didn't go well. That was a good way to kind of like wrap up his his outing against the Giants. So I was like, all right, that's cool. Let's just put the backups in. But I was glad that we didn't really have a ton of serious injuries. Uh, Bryce Ford Wheaton, I don't think he would have made the roster, but he would have been a nice practice squad guy, but that did suck that he uh, he tore his ACL. Yeah, I was was watching the game on my phone with my... They're not married, but I'll just call him my brother-in-law. And he's a Jets fan. And... Once he could, because obviously they won, I think it was like 30 something, 20, who gives a shit about this preseason. But once it got to like half time and it was like pretty damn close, I was like, like, you should be destroying us right now. This is our like weak team. Like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, I'm not enjoying this at all. He was not happy. So, ah, your misery is my happiness. There you go. Um, what else we got to talk about in the Giants? Um, it's much about it right? oh, the captains, I guess they announced the captains they announced yeah. captains. i feel like now they have too many captains they do have too many captains. was it that bad do they have too many eight? they put the graphic out and there was just like a hundred people yeah like it used to be like give me an offensive guy give me a defensive guy if you want to give me a special teams guy that's cool didn't it used to be we just had like they used to not be i mean they were captains but they didn't have the c the c's look fucking sick i like that but like i guess you're just trying to make everybody happy it looked like a bachelor one night. off photo. There used to be one Group offense photo. guy. Yeah, there used to be one offensive guy, one defensive guy, and then a special team. Once, guy. I guess special team. Yeah. And so then like, you would well, have, who... you'd probably have. I guess would you give it to Danny? You'd give it to Danny. Or Sa- I think Saquon was there yeah, first, yeah. so you give it to Saquon. It's Saquon's. Probably... I think unless unless your quarterback Zach Wilson, the quarterback is that the. Obvious choice for a captain because that's what I would imagine. He's leading the offense. That's probably why they added to it. So Saquon, Daniel, and Andrew Thomas all have captain patches. Uh Dexter Lawrence has a captain patch. Adoree Adore Jackson has a captain patch. I think Xavier McKinney has a captain patch. Graham Gano, I want to say. Graham Waller. Fuck yeah, our entire fucking like which I hope they all score a billion touchdowns. I hope they have the greatest season ever. And I'll shut the fuck up about captain. But who are they captains? I, I, I thought they were a lot. I thought they we were have about lot. five yeah. captains in the offense. What? Who are they captaining? Yeah, yeah. It's it. like when when John Taffer goes to a bar rescue and he does the like he's checking out, like he's doing the surveillance, and it's like, uh, this is so and so. She's a manager. This is so and so. She's a manager. This is so and so. He's a manager. This guy, he's a manager too. Also, we have so and so. He's also a manager. It's like you can't have nineteen managers and like no employees. And I'm not. They I'm have more managers yeah. than customers. That's. I've had enough. I'm going in. But really, what I think it says about the Giants is we just are a team filled with leaders, obviously. Yeah. Spin zone. Team filled with leaders. Probably win the Super Bowl because teams with a bunch of leaders, they uh, they usually go on to do great things. So us having 107 captains, um, that's just going to show everybody that we're all captains. We're captain of the league. I'm happy. One of the ones I did look at, it was pretty interesting, is... Um... Because Darren Waller, everyone knows who Darren Waller is. Darren Waller is is one of those players that's been in NFL for a little while, and it's, it's even if you're the the biggest Darren Waller detractor is the person who's just saying ah he gets injured too much. But if he was playing, he'd be no. That was Oakland. That was Oakland Vegas Darren Waller, not New York Darren Waller. Darren no, that's Waller, what I'm saying. He's he's bulletproof. 
but I'm not. I'm saying what well, I'm. I'm not surprised that the team voted him to be a leader. I guess. Uh, but the one that got me, Bobby Okereke, is he's getting involved. I like the. I like that. I'm excited about that. I mean, he was a stud that brought in in free agency, so I, I definitely figured he would be heavily involved in the defense. Um, I mean, in the immediate started walking in. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I figured I forgot that we gave out that many captains. Honestly, I just thought that Dexter Lawrence would probably get one, and then you know you give it to to Adori, and that would that would be another one. If you had two on each side, like that would make sense. This seems excessive. It's very excessive. It's it's like um, when you get invited to that like, be part of a wedding party, and you're like super like honored, like wow, this person wants me to groomsman. And then you find out he's got twelve groomsmen. Like, oh, there's two I, rows. Am I? Yeah, am I that special at this point? Mm, I guess <laughs> you just asked everybody but, yeah. you knew, huh? Yeah, and I have to buy my own suit. Fantastic. Cool. I, 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 if at this point, I'd rather you didn't ask me. Now I'm kind of pissed off. Ah, uh, but yeah, Giants. Oh, speaking of Giants, I mean, we we, we are going to be here next week. Don't worry, don't fear. But fantastically, this is the problem when. When, as men, this is a bit of relationship advice right now. Be more involved in your relationship. Don't just be like, you got this, babe. You organize this. Because now I am going to Greece, which I'm very excited about. But I am going to be in Greece for the first two Giants games of the regular season. So I'm going to miss. So there's, I'm kind of annoyed about that. Also, I'm missing Billy Idol, who's performing live in Brooklyn, which I would have fucking been there but that's really a fucking idol and, man and, and zz top and lena skinner are doing a joint show one away as well nearby i'm like what the fuck like all of a sudden that's like this, yeah nothing happens around here and all of a sudden i go to greece and all that like, happens oh. in new york well, in the new york area nothing, yeah all right I feel like there are a lot occasionally of... things that happen in new york but you know what i mean it's, like, it's just suddenly everything's like oh in a short span of time, everything I would love Small to go to. Small little town, New York City. Because that, normally, under normal circumstances, that would have been perfect. That would have been like guilt tripping. Because they're, they're not going to be yeah. there. Because Billy Idol, ZZ Top, at this point, they're not, they're not going to be like hundreds of dollars for the tickets. So that would have been perfect. Like, oh, it's oh, it's my birthday, so you can prepay for my ticket to go to see Billy Idol. Oh, you can yeah, prepay. Yeah, that would be sick. It would be amazing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so... We'll preview the regular season next week, and then unfortunately, I am going to have to miss out in two weeks while I'm in Greece. So, even though I am kind of like the jilted kind of, I'm the wife, and I know that Alex has a pit on the bit on the side, and I don't want to think about it, but I will. So, for the for the opening two seasons, I hope I'll, I'll allow you to go to Giants Rush. Watch Giants Alex, Rush, check them out while, while I'm away, uh, but make sure you're back here. Um, so- Right, so we get into some West Ham, I guess. Yeah, so it's like, if we'll be off two weeks, then like West Ham's gonna be like what, like five and zero, or four zero and one. In it. So yeah, the, um, oh, oh sorry, before we move on from the Giants, fun fact: the last time the Giants had this many captains, they won the Super Bowl. Um, Can't argue with those sure. results. Right before we dive into. The Brighton game for West Ham United. I put together a little graphic here to to doff our cap 
a little bit because this is okay. right. If you're a statistician, 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 and you're big into soccer, this is why me and Alex are like ahead of our time. Talking you need to pay attention. To... We're talking NMNO. Fuck yeah, dude! I was telling people about I... this. Holy shit! Holy shit! The right. group was loving it on Saturday when I was telling the boys. Because not only I'm going to put this up real quick. Right, so if you look at right, so the Bournemouth West Ham LMNO stat was pretty even one one makes sense. West Ham, look at that, four point wow. LMNO, Chelsea wow. nineteen, pathetic three one, wow. and then Brighton three point one. That's a hell of an LMNO score, and Brighton to seven point eight three one. And then we're going to get ahead of ourselves. We are going to preview the Luton game in a minute, but Luton's average this season on LMNO. 20.9 West Ham 6.5. We're just gonna destroy Luton. seems it does seem as if we would be favored to beat Luton. So yeah. Um this was this was awesome. And I like uh I looked at the there's a stat at one point, and I think um it was 29 minutes into the game, and West Ham had completed 13 passes, and Brighton had like 43. And I was right. just like, that's fucking awesome. And then Moyes had one of my favorite quotes ever that he's had. Um, which I I don't really always watch all of his press conferences, but they were like, you got beaten in possession. You had this too. And they, and he was like, yeah, that's cool. They can take the ball home too. I'll take the three points. And I was like, all right, fuck yeah. That's our guy. That's our guy. You guys got crushed with possession. It was 79% or whatever. And he was like, I mean, we scored, we scored quite a few goals. So but at the end of the want. season, do they perform a guard of honor and award a massive trophy to the team that had the possession the highest? No, no they do not. No, they that's do the not. beauty. That's the beauty of the LMNO stat. The it's LMNO, how much possession you have, it's what you do with the possession. And so far, numbers them do not lie. They it. do not lie. The efficiency rating. Uh, the facts don't lie. LMNO stats, baby. Facts only. Right leave there. that up for a second so people can screen capture that and credit us because we are innovators of the game. I mean, it makes sense. Like we draw against Bournemouth. We both had 12 in LMNO. Okay. I mean, we slightly had a better score, but like, yeah, I mean, around that same point, like you're going to have those draws there. We dominated Chelsea according to the LMNO. We dominated Brighton according to the LMNO. Obviously. Yeah. Like this, the stats do not lie. But what about the game? Like it was incredible. Cause again, I... I was texting what? you like I'm missing the whole fucking. So I had to go back retrospectively to watch the game. So I watched the game. You know, like if you watch a game, you know it still doesn't. It doesn't have that same je ne sais quoi. So how were you? Because I was it. Just crushing this game. Like we are. Yeah. If it, it seemed like the kind of game. That if you showed someone highlights of the game but left out all of the goals, so there was no goals scored in the game, and then you showed the highlights and then tested someone, it was like, okay, after watching this, which team won the game? Everyone's West Ham must have won that game because they were just dominating, even though they had 22% possession. But mm-hmm. again, I had so I, but I had that like I, I knew we won 3 1. So from you watching it live, what was it like? What was it like? Gee, we are bossing this game, or was there still that little? It was the Moyes, everything that he has been putting in place coming to fruition day, where they're like, "Oh, Fabianski, 
man, why did they start Ariola over Fabianski? I thought that Ariola d- deserved it. I thought that he's he's earned it. And then he just fucking went out there and had, I think they had 25 shots on goal, and Ariola had probably, I, I don't know exactly how many saves he got credited with. Let me see if I can go find it here. But, like, it was, yeah, he got credited with nine right. saves. Right from nine the start, saves. he was awarded man of the match. Yeah, um, he was an absolute stud and was it was a complete game changer. Kept us like ahead when we 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 didn't have to press or do anything else or back up and just like I don't know. He he gave us the opportunity to kind of be more free. Uh, James Ward Prowse, I don't know what else you got to say. I love that guy. I love that guy. Um, he passed it and then basically it was a hockey assist on his own goal. Uh, on on his goal, he passes it, then runs down the field, gets the ball from another guy, then scores it. That was sick um bowen being bowen and then that the last goal with antonio there like bowen and antonio kind of had very similar goals where it's just let's go as far to the right as we can we'll just hit that edge of the net beating the keeper just by just by an edge and then we gave up that one late i thought that we kind of were mailing it in at that point but yeah we did not dominate on paper when you look at it on paper it does not look like we dominated but yeah it was awesome like they had the ball in our half for it felt like the entirety of the the first 30 minutes of the second half. And then we just like, we would get the ball and then we would score. And it was just like, we were efficient. The elemento stats, again, they don't lie. And it was like, we get the ball, we, we go and we score. And then yeah, you can have your fucking stupid ball back. Have fun kicking the ball around and not scoring, not doing anything. Our defense is absolutely suffocating. I, I loved our back four there. Our back four were awesome. And then Alvarez being out there, like Declan who man, Declan who, I don't fucking, I don't fucking know. He's, he's looking up at us right now in the standings. Declan Rice, awesome. But like, when you look at the, we got, we got him for 105 and we signed for 103 mil. We got the, we got Stav or uh, Dinos, Mavropanos. We got, uh, yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Dinos, we'll just go the Greek. We got the Greek guy. Um, We got Alvarez. And then we got we just got kudos who I'm fucking stoked to see. We got we've just got a bunch of dudes from from IX, but like we've rebuilt this team. This could be the best West Ham team ever, potentially. I get and... it. That it's three games in, I get it that I am being very premature and saying that I love this team and that we're gonna fucking win the Premier League because I understand the odds of that. But fuck you, I can be optimistic right now, and I love it. I loved everything I've seen from this team outside of the the Bournemouth game. Like the Bournemouth game was, we were figuring things out. This is the first game. We we're figuring things out. Alvarez coming in, just getting shit done. James Ward Prowse is God right now. And and yeah, our defense is unstoppable. Even Antonio, it's like he sees us getting these strikers. He sees us talking to strikers. He's like, uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh, don't do that yet. Ing sucks, but that's that's really the only negative I have. Right now. Worldwide, why well, that's quite like supermarket sweep with Tim, our director of football, technical director, whatever, where he goes off and he gets Alvarez. And he goes, oh, I got Alvarez. Oh, what do you need now? That's second midfielder. I'm back. Comes back on his plane. His kudos. What do you need? A striker. I'll be off to Brazil. I'll be back. And he's just fucking on his private jet, fucking. Killing the ozone layer, but I don't give a shit. He's making West Ham better. Like, oh, it's 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 great. It's great to be. A yeah, West it's Ham it's fan. really like on FIFA when you're like, hey, go investigate this guy. Go go scout this guy, and it's like he. We're just seeing the real life version of that, where it's like he's flying to Amsterdam. He's flying back here. He's flying here. It's pretty sick, and he's always coming back with somebody cool. And I think now he's in Brazil. 
I believe was, there he is now trying to get another striker. Right, like, maybe maybe going to to Saudi. Is he gonna go to the Saudis? I don't know. Uh, but from what I understand, from what I'm, I could be misrepresenting because I, I read it a couple of hours ago. But Corn's an XWHU employee, big fan of the show, big friend of the show. Uh, I, th- I think he's almost he's he's like agreed terms with one player already in Brazil, where he's now he's trying to work out a deal with the club. And he's like he's just fucking on fire, that boy. He's like. Uh, Bowen's on fire, but Tim, whatever his name is, I can't remember his name. Bowen's on fire. Um, um, Adrian but... Valdez, Bowen, Bowman's, I like that. I know he meant Bowman. Uh, Bowman's got a beautiful build up. Before you let you finish your thought, that Benny Hanna, what a guy, that assist was where he got the ball and then he was like, oh, wait, no one's up here with me. I'll wait. And he literally just stood there. And <laughs> the Brighton chilled. players were like... He just chilled. chilled. They're like, have at it, dude. Yeah. Oh, oh, you ready? And he just pops in this beautiful cross. It was... Right. Like... It was a beautiful the goal. The Messi... There, there was a... What Messi did in his first MLS game, there was that meme where it was like, I'm going to tell my kids... Then I, I don't know how I'm going to explain to my kids that Messi scored a goal from this. And it was the assist that he gave to the kid that just wrapped around that whole wall. It wasn't even a free kick. But it was like there were six defenders in Messi's face, and then he just like kicks it and just it's, it's a perfect fucking assist. Like it was it was the second best assist I saw all week, and Messi was the other one. So like I'm, I'll give you a little bit of room on that one. But like, dude, I don't know. We're clicking on all cylinders, man. Uh, I like what what else Adrian said about Alvarez seeming happy to help the back line. Um, I think Rice is more suited to do what they're wanting him to do in Arsenal. David Moyes is a very much like you're gonna fit into our system or we're just going to make you do the thing that you hate to do. And I think that is why you see these guys go in and you see the skamakas and you see the, the other dudes that like don't work out and we move past them. Or you, uh, what was, what was the other striker we had uh, that that's at IX again or went to IX and now is somewhere else. Oh, um, German guy. Um, But, but like, if you come in here and you're not gonna fuck with like the moist system, he's just gonna like not play you. And I don't know if Ben Rama is just finally coming around on that or whatever it is. But it's like I still think he's got beef against Ben Rama. But like he's he's just bringing these dudes in that know what to do. And and Rice, awesome player, elite player. But like he's not he wasn't gonna play him up like that. He, Arsenal wants him to play up. They want him to be able to score more goals. Declan was like exactly what Alvarez is doing. Alvarez is doing exactly what Moyes wanted wanted him to do. And he's just about as good as Declan Rice. Like probably not all overall, you know, but I think that like for, for a CDM, like he's awesome at that spot and he's not too far behind Rice and he's doing the Moyes role that we want him to do. And it's, it's awesome. Like you could argue looking at it now, like I'm so happy that we got three players with the Declan Rice money, but you could see, I mean, it's still early on, but you can almost see that the Alvarez is the guy who's playing Suchek's role because that's the kind of role he likes to play. And it's allowing Suchek to be Suchek from what he was two seasons ago. Back up, dude. And he's opening back up again. But real quick. And he's getting hit in the head screenshot. still because he did get he did take another he, shot to the head. And I was like, he's about to bleed, isn't he? Didn't bleed too bad. But Suchek I was like, I got bleed all the time. Getting hit in the head. But real quick, I just screenshot to this. And why, I don't know if we get copyright for this. So I guess... Shout out to NBC Sports. I don't know about this. But look at this, right? We scored from this position. This is ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's insane. 
it's pretty it's pretty insane it is when you beat somebody on fifa like you you take the ball all the way down there yourself and no one else is caught up you're like all right but he just waited he hit he just just chilled and like well, they'll catch up they're good they got it and it worked the jwp sign yeah oh yeah James absolutely dude i mean like, but like when you look at it like all these dudes we bring in they're just the moist system and remember when you were saying that you thought that people were going to try and fuck us like with the Grealish thing did where Aston Villa got however much that they spent for Grealish and everybody's like oh yeah you you we know how much money you got and everybody tried to motherfuck us when we were getting like how many times did you see West Ham bid rejected West Ham bid denied West Ham bid denied West Ham bid denied and everybody was trying to motherfuck us and Moise was like oh no 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 oh no 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 me and Tim we know what you're doing we know what you're doing. James Ward Prowse, fuck that. Harry Maguire can go fuck himself, dude. Harry Maguire That's can what go I loved. I loved. McTominay can get the fuck out of here. All of them. Fuck off. We didn't overspend for them. And we were probably just throwing a little smoke screen because then we're like, hey, what about JWP? What about JWP? What about Ward Prowse? We finally bring him over here. And he, like, everybody was like, he, everybody knows that Moyes loves him and covets him. And then we just got him on the cheap. We got another team's captain on the cheap. And he's coming in and dominating. It could not be a better debut for like is has there been a better hammers debut? Lingard for in my time, Lingard had an awesome oh, debut just because yeah. like he was scoring goals and getting assists all the time. But like James Ward Prowse is he's he's the real Roy Kent. He's here, he's there, he's every fucking where Ward Prowse. It's, 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 it's too early to say for game. sure, but the fact that James Ward Prowse in two games is he got two assists in the first. Oh, I'm not going to do any assists in this next one, but I'm going to score a goal. Like, brilliant. Like, if he could end up, uh, it's, it's, it's bonkers. But yeah, I love the fact that the Harry, Harry Maguire situation, I love this. Whether it be um, David Moyes, where it be, okay, I'm sorry, I can't remember his last name because it's weird, but Tim, Tim, Tim Stiden. Tim Stiden, or even David Sullivan. I don't know who deal with this, but the fact that we was like, we agreed a fee for many with Man United for Harry Maguire. We'll take him. We've almost e- even like agreed personal terms with Harry Maguire. Perfect. But he wants more money from Harry uh, from Man United to go off. All right. Well, you deal with that, and then we <laughs> do it. We just buy more stuff, and then finally, I guess Man United settle that, and Man United come back to us and be like, "Hey, we've worked it all out. Do you still want to spend thirty odd million on Harry Maguire?" And West Ham like. That was like last week. We moved on. Yeah, we've got it. like seven other dudes, so we're right. good. But they waited Usually. until the window was closing, and it's like you, as we were panicking, Moyes and them just stayed the course. We should stop criticizing that man. I don't know why. I don't know when we're going to learn, but hopefully we never have to criticize him again because he's just going to keep winning shit. He's just going to keep winning shit, man. And, and they waited, and instead of panicking, they – we're just they held tight and i don't know what we would have done if people hadn't agreed to the deals we would have been really fucked but we went from a team where we were like i am scared of this season to we're gonna win the fucking league which again probably won't win the league but like i'm not gonna say we're not until like we struggle and we're gonna fuck up luton we're gonna fuck up luton and then i i, I think we steal one against liverpool we, we steal a point against at least one of those two teams liverpool and city yeah, if we beat City, we're winning the league. If we beat City, we're winning the league. I'm just gonna say it there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's over. The confidence is there. Like uh, this, uh, Adrian. Uh, this season, almost feeling like it did when with Payet taking those free kicks. Yeah, I... did Payet come in early, or didn't he come in as like a last transfer window to save you? Right? 
No, he came in at the beginning of the season, but he okay. left mid-season. So, uh, okay. following season. But yeah, I still remember the one of the funniest stories ever when because I was at I was watching West Ham versus Crystal Palace at the bowling ground, and I was like, and we got a free kick just outside the box, and I said, I'm, I'm saying to the guys next to me, I was like, ah, do you know what? It's really strange with Payet, like the way he scores free kicks. I almost wish the, the free kick was further out. Like I'm a bit worried. Like it's too close for him. I don't think. Uh, like what the fuck? It's too close for him. And then literally he just scores this banger of a goal. Like, oh well, I'm wrong. <laughs> fuck yeah. Woo. But yeah, there is there is excitement about. It. And now I'm going into every game thinking. No, I'm not overly confident because there are some people that are way too confident. Yeah, but, uh, we could get something from every game. I'm excited that we're we're going to be in. The only one I'll mention this right. Here's what. I'll get your opinion on this because I was listening to Talk Sport Radio over in the UK and they were talking about West Ham because obviously now West Ham are top two. Uh, suddenly everyone wants to Elite. talk about us. But there was, they had a caller who claims to be a West Ham fan. This is always the problem with like those kind of calling shows. Yeah, you don't, they could be saying they're a West Ham fan. Are they a West Ham fan? They might be, but I don't know. But he was saying, like, he was like, oh, like, oh I'm. I'm glad we got rid of Declan Rice. I'm, I never want to see him. He was holding us back. And I was listening to that. I was like, really, dude? Like, like, I'm glad that we reinvested the money we got from him. And I think, again, it's very early days, but I think we are a better squad now than what we was with him in the squad. Yeah. Because we've replaced him with three solid players. To turn around, I think I don't like the the, the brashness and the over exuberant. Like, oh yeah, we. I don't miss him. I'm better off. He was holding us back. I think it's a bit of a dick thing to say. I don't, I miss, him like, I don't miss him. Fuck Declan. Now he left. But I don't miss like, him. No, he's he's, yeah, he's, he's good. Girlfriend now. And like, when you look back at it, though, when you look back at it, last season I felt like we struggled because West Ham was so focused on like we got to keep Rice. Like we can't let this guy. Like maybe somehow we can hang on to him and he can't. He won't leave after this. Like how can we keep Rice? And I felt like we cowered to every demand that he had. And I'm not saying he was being a dick, but like I thought. I thought we kind of bent over backwards to try and do anything we could to maybe make Declan stay and other people's game suffered from it. You saw Suchik kind of struggle. You saw Bowen struggle in the beginning of the season. Every, everybody was struggling and the team struggled as, as a result of that. And then I think it was us asking Rice to do too much because he was our best player by such a large amount. And then it was just not having the, the depth that we had. And, and right now we do have that depth. Like we got rid of rice, but I think that like, if you want to say that Ward Prowse or Alvarez are like not as good as him. Okay, cool. But like, they're not too far. It's not, it's not a huge, some of our parts and we are better for right. It's not, yeah, it's not a huge difference. And like, I was telling one of my guys I was watching the game with on Saturday, I was like, this is the first West Ham team that like, we're going to have questions going into cup games. Like, Wait, who are we like? Like, we're not just pulling up the U twenty ones. It's not just going to be those guys. We have a full reserve squad of good guys. So, like Europa away when it's not a must win team. Like, it's it's one of the weird teams you get that we've never heard of. You get to start those guys. It's it's a great problem for the first time. We're like a real club. Where Liverpool, you're like, oh, they're reserves. I know all of them. Like when you used to look at City's bench, you're like, fuck, they could start anywhere else in the world. 
yeah. all of those guys. And that's, that's a full bench of just all world players pretty much. And West Ham, I'm not saying we're all world players on the bench, but like having a, like who's going to get the start here. Okay. Well, we're going to have another really good guy on the bench. We have our Jesse yeah. Lingards now, the guys that are good enough that could go somewhere else and be productive, but we are going to use them because we're in Europe and we're going to keep being in Europe because we're going to keep getting guys like this. And if this season goes well and we end up in Europe again, West Ham is a destination, is it not? Like how many seasons do you well, have he- to qualify for Europe? If you four years in a row, like tell us we're not a fucking fluke, man. One, yes, we just if you believe what is reported, and certain the ones who have reported, I would lean to believe in them because they are very uh consistent. But apparently, uh, Jesse Lingard has turned down higher contract offers because he is what I want to be at West Ham right now. Because I think after you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say all is forgiven and yeah, 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 but I, I wouldn't be shocked if he has looked at last season and kind of went fuck i should just went back to west ham I, I did really well west ham i should just claim here so now he's kind of like i want to be at west ham i saw he's but, been training with the team yeah but here's a really bizarre i don't this is his algorithm works i ended up watching this seven minute clip of this ghanaian football show <laughs> okay and they were talking about Kudos, because obviously he's from Ghana. And this was, I think it was before, it was either just before he got in that or after he got in, it doesn't matter. But there was a lot of people in Ghana who was questioning, like, oh, why has he gone from Ajax, who were the best, the biggest team in Netherlands? Why is he going to West Ham, who were like a, a, a significant club? But they're obviously last year, we won the European Conference League, but we weren't very good in the Premier League. And one of the, the 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 pundits in this Ghanaian TV show was like, he said, you just forget like the results almost, but you just look at West Ham's track record. He's like, just for example, I'm not going to do the accent, by the way. That's I'm not. I don't want us to get. But he was like, just look at for example, like Paqueta. Paqueta came into West Ham. People kind of knew a bit about him, but didn't really know much about him. He came in. He works slow, slowly, slowly in the West Ham system. He said one year at West Ham, say, and I'm not West Ham are a massive club, but obviously Man City, they're pretty big. So, but Man City was after these players because of one year at West Ham. So West Ham, he said, they've got a track record of if you want to prove yourself in the Premier League, West Ham's probably one of the best clubs to do it because they're always still win. kind of stunned under the radar, but you they're big enough to be. Look at us, kind of thing. And I really, you I get the tease of like you analysis. could put us, you could put us over the top, and then maybe you want to go to a Man City. And then I don't want Paqueta to leave, but now after Rice, it's like maybe we get ninety million. I think it's an eighty-five million buyout is the is the release clause. So we get eighty-five mil if if he goes this year. And then I don't know what if we reinvest that into three more players. That would be sick. Uh, Adrian said it wasn't. Uh, I'm talking about Rice, obviously. Yeah, wasn't holding us back. Like Alex said, it's Moise's system. Maybe if we got rid of Suchik, kept Rice, and brought in Alvarez, maybe it would have been just as good. I don't. So this is like with that with Suchik. I was watching again because I've been as as we've always like for example with the Giants when the Giants win or if the Giants lose, I'm I'm off 
I don't want to watch TV, but if the Giants win, suddenly I'm consuming everything. Talk about our center. team. Say Give more me things. Everything. Yeah. Give me more. I'm consuming everything. So West Ham have had a good start this season. When I was watching a podcast um, uh, by a young man called Jack Mate, who's a West Ham fan. He was interviewing Colton Cole, who, if you're a West Ham fan, you should at least know. Maybe, I think, Alex, I think he was past. He was, he was gone before your time. But I think you know, you know Colton Cole, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was being interviewed and he was basically saying a lot of things, which I'm not going to say, but then it was summarized in basically last season, Suchik got a lot of shit for how he played. But in what Colton Cole was saying from his expertise as playing the game, but also he still works with West Ham in the background. It was kind of like last year, Suchik walked so Rice could run. And now this year, he said, like, I think we're going to see a whole nother subject. Like it's, it's going to be exciting. And I believe that I think, dude, so yeah. I'm I, yeah, maybe, I, but in the but then, yeah, I, I guess in hypothetical, yes, if we kept rice and still got an Alvarez, arguably that would be a better midfield, but would we have got Alvarez if we didn't? Probably, probably not. And then also somebody was saying, um, they're like, well, maybe if like if Rice saw a sign, like, because I think a lot of Rice had frustration with like the fact that we didn't bring in other people. And I know that West Ham isn't a club that's going to spend their own money; they're going to spend money that they get sometimes. And recently, that that seems like a very new thing that West Ham's been doing in my time, at least. Um, but if they had been signing guys like this and bringing them in around Rice, then maybe Rice does stay. It seems like he had his mind made up in February, but like. If we had signed a bunch of guys to go around him, like like we have now, I don't know. I'd be like, maybe maybe I'll stay. But again, like West Ham seems like a club that, like you were saying, it's a it's it's a Premier League feeder club to the rest of the Premier League. Which really now there's just like there's three teams that that or three or four teams that like are that every club is technically a feeder club to them. Yeah, so they'll just be like, I have my Saudi money here. Give me that. I mean, there's rumors what's for now's being there. Uh, Don't you fucking take for now. But he knows how massive another... we are. He knows how massive more than anyone. I was watching this uh, is this radio show on TalkSport in the UK. We're hosted by, um, doesn't matter. I can't think of his name now. I'm not going to. But anyway, he, he was a Manchester United fan and he was co-hosting with an Arsenal fan. And he was, they were talking about West Ham. And he's like, he said, even though. The Man United fan was saying this. Even though Arsenal are definitely overall probably a better side and they could probably finish higher up in the league, if you had to put a gun to my head and say which team is going to win a trophy this year, I would say West Ham. In that, like for example, like the League Cup, the FA Cup, I think Arsenal are going to be super like focused on the Champions League and winning the Premier League. They're not going to take that the FA Cup and league. So I could see West Ham picking up a trophy this year. And then he's like, how funny would it be if Declan Rice leaves West Ham to win a trophy? And the first year he leaves, Arsenal win nothing and West Ham win more trophies. That would what be hilarious. What if we hilarious. like and we like go get like Carabao? We win one of the stupid ones. Oh, now I would we take have Carabao. Them. If but this we, year... we do like a Carabao and then we fucking like fuck around and win Europa because that's what we do. We just win the European ones now, but like we win care about Europa. And it's like, oh shit, dude, that's two trophies. It's twice as many as you had, man. This is, is this Zuma's team as, now. 
as much as I appreciate Declan Rice and I I appreciate his what his contribution to the team. I was, hope he regrets I am, it. I hope he regrets I, it. That even if the only thing, if we only win the Carabao Cup and Arsenal win nothing, I am definitely giving you like more. enjoy your trophy, Declan Rice. Look at this, look at this sweet Carabao Cup. Then Arsenal the best fans energy will be drink like, in the world. Oh, you call that. you call that a trophy? You call you call that a trophy? Just like when we were holding the Europa Conference League, and they were like, "Oh yeah, that's a trophy." I was like, "I mean, it is." Like, do you not see them holding it? They they had a whole parade for the trophy. Which one did? Where was y'all's parade? Y'all had the league. Y'all won the league, right? Oh shit, you didn't win. Wait, it's, did it's does fun. The fans are hilarious. Like when if they, if fans Arsenal to... win, won the Conference League, they would be losing their shit. Oh, if Arsenal, well, case in point, we we saw it. In... Asked when we won the conference league last year, Arsenal fans were like, "That's not a real trophy. That's not a real trophy." And then five minutes later, they were they won the the community shield, and they were which is one game. It's one game. That's a bullshit one. You shouldn't get a it's trophy. It's charity one game. friendly. It's not even a real tournament. It's not a real cup. It's a because cha- it used to be. This is why I don't like they call it cha- community shield anymore. Because back in the day, it used to be called the charity shield. It was literally a charity game against two teams. It's not. It's not. A, so like if you're if you're bigging up the community shield, don't talk shit about the conference league. Oh, fuck yourselves. Man. And they got in by technicality because it should have really been it should have been another Man City versus like, Man City. Or Man City versus the other European winning team. Well like the, com- the community Ham. shield is it's second place typically, if the other team wins both. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's, it's the Premier League winner versus the like FA Cup. You got in on like a like a technicality. Like that was like when we That's got in fair. whatever on fair play. I would argue. Since Man City won the Premier League and the FA Cup, I think Man City versus Man City reserves would have been more entertaining than watching Man City versus Arsenal. I would watch that. Yeah, just Erling so, Holland versus everybody else. Just oh, it's all just oh, or you can use all your stars, but what we're going to do instead of doing a full 11 11 five side, just do a five side game. That'd be Man sick. City versus and they Man City. Do, like indoor soccer. That'd be sick. You know, like the NHL does the the Winter Classic. They should just do like a one-off, like uh, a Boxing Day Classic. And it's just one team has just, at the middle of the field, they put like an indoor soccer set up. And everybody just has to watch it from there. They're doing that. They do the, the New Jersey Devils are playing the Winter Classic here in MetLife in January. Oh, that'd be cool. It's going to be cool. I do kind of want to go, but it's, it's also going to be fucking cold. Dude, go for the experience, man. If you can get if you can get tickets that aren't a billion dollars, like I'd go for the experience. They had one in Dallas, and I was just gonna want to go to Dallas. Yeah, yeah. You know, they killed my favorite president, so I'm not gonna do that. Big JFK. Um, we never, we never forget. We never forget. Nobody forgets. Fucking book depository. Yeah, sure. West Ham, West Ham is massive, and we're about to go play Luton. My big concern that you brought up to me a couple weeks ago is this is their home opener, but this is a new West Ham team. This is a good West Ham team, and Chelsea beat Luton pretty well, and we beat the shit out of Chelsea, so we should, by de facto, if so facto, we should whip the shit out of Luton. And then also, let's show those Elemento stats again because numbers don't lie we like according to the elementos the average like we're gonna whip the shit out of Luton. right it should be at least three nil at least but it wouldn't be it would be nice because i'm i'm still i can't after watching west ham 
consciously for 20 plus years, nearly 30 years, I still can't help but have that reservation. But watching, I mean, they've only played two games rather than most people play three games because they can't get their scenery or whatever. Right. They are a really bad team. Yeah, they don't score like, goals. They are... so that's the problem. West Ham doesn't really concede a lot, which is good because if you don't score and we don't concede, then I don't think they're going to score. And if they don't score on us, they can't beat us, which is great. Uh, yes, they Adrian, are, that is uh, Lutron. That's a, that's a, again, that I'm a typo, cooler, but that's dude. a great... Like Adrian's typos are great. Like he His typos make the word better. Mm-hmm. Luton should change their name to Lutron. That's that's awesome. Sounds like a cool robot, right? Um, but yeah, I'm assuming since we haven't heard anything about it yet, I'm assuming because if they were going to postpone again, they would should have done it by now. But I would have thought assuming. so. Yeah, and they moved it. It's a Friday game, so I feel like we would know even earlier. Yeah, so I'm going to, but so I'm, I'm not going to get super confident. But it would be. Su- I'm now like, oh, it wouldn't be nice if we like just destroy them six seven goals we scored that would be and then that goal differential goes up and then we'll be number one on top of the table again for another night because that's like the beauty we can get the win then we go back ahead number one on the table and then all it is the screenshot that's all it gets me through just give me the screenshot Uh, nobody can take that screenshot away sorry driving and trying to type it don't apologize i'm literally you're good not even being like one thanks for joining in two literally i'm being serious, your typos are like Luton Lutron. I if I was a Luton fan, if this was a Luton podcast, we would definitely have merchandise like Lutron five thousand or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, <sighs> speaking of which, we are trying to. We've got Alex came up with a really cool merch idea, and I'm I want to put it up, but it's not worth it with the current Teespring sucks stick and. I didn't know there was kind of like a wait list to go on to the same platform as past the gravy merch.com, but uh, we'll see. I would try it. Hopefully yeah. we'll, that. we'll get that. Um, but yeah. Oh, by the way, it's, it's 7.01 PM Eastern, which means it's August 30th in the UK. So happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, Mike. Happy birthday, buddy. Um, Everybody's singing to you in the chat. Made it another year. Fuck you, Def. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, if you are still up, because I appreciate some people, I, I'm because uh, my wife, my wife, um, she does uh, go to bed very early because she has work very early in the morning. So more than likely, I will be up late tonight. So I, I might. I might just fuck around and get drunk on live on the internet. So if you want to go to that. Uh, twitch.tv slash wafflebox_plays, uh, nice. around about 11 o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock Central, I might be going live and just, just fucking around with some stupid games and getting drunk until it's midnight. Why not? That'd be fun. So check that out. Um, happy birthday. Thank you, Adrian. Um, yeah, it would not suck. Yeah. Don't, don't you don't know anything about that, do you, Alexa? Jesus, fuck me. I'm so pissed off about that. I'm sure it will turn up eventually around Christmas, maybe. It'd be a nice present. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, shall we uh anything else you want to talk about? I think that's about it. Just 
just don't fuck it up against Luton. Get the win. Keep this season going. Keep riding high. Should we should we just pimp the podcast or should we should we play the should we play that little teaser again? Uh you can play the teaser again. Right. If you want more of me and Alex, check this out. When people are, I have a 3D printer, I'm like, are you a wizard? Fuck. We build <laughs> houses. Did you really think you was gonna walk into a Barbie movie and then walk out going, fuck yeah, men, we're awesome. Okay, I've never trained a day in my life, Zuckerberg, and I'm very confident I'd slap you and your Brazilian jiu-jitsu bitch ass around. I bet you You're would. a fucking nerd. I bet you I would. How many fucking knives do you need? A lot, actually. Oh, in case I, 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 if I stab 10 people, then this is gonna be blunt, but I got my backup. Where's the that? Stab, 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 keep stabbing. It's like that sometimes. Uh, Robert, would you rather have $5 or a gun? Here we go. Five dollars. Gun. Gun. Yeah, gun. Always your gun. Then you can sell the gun to make more than five dollars. You literally, you're, you're already just, just there. There. It's just all you do is just put the phone from there, there, and you're good. You don't have to annoy anyone. Put some dumbbells in your bathroom. When you're taking a dump, just knock out curls while you're scrolling on your phone. I'm gonna put a dumbbell in front of my toilet. I'm just gonna start getting ripped. Just rocking curls. That's actually not a bad idea, Pat. Right? Check out Pass the Gravy and Waffle Box with new episodes every Wednesday on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Marvelous. Sick. So yeah, new episodes, Pass the Gravy and Waffle Box tomorrow. One of the fine folks at the Gravy Gang got to look forward to tomorrow. Um, we're going to talk about denouncing things. Has uh, the Kyler curse uh, been delivered one final? Like, has Kyler finally been delivered a knockout blow? Because I've had a long-standing feud with him, and he may be out for the season now. Um, and then we're also going to talk about some some food inventions, some food inventions that I've experienced over the last week or so, and then tell you what's not cool and answer some of your questions. What about Waffle Box? What do we got to listen to there? Well, Waffle Box, we talk about uh, the fact that we another. If if you doubted that dogs were men's best friend, mm-hmm. I have a story. We have a story to discuss, which just proves it. So you need to check that. If you're a dog fan, if you're team dog, you need to check out the episode. Uh, plus, Loch Ness Monster was back in the news where people were searching for the Loch Ness Monster. Did they find it? No, but <laughs> check it out the show. Wait, no, tune in. Uh, Hit that part out. Tune in. Yes, no, don't want to spoil it for you. Uh, plus, uh, simply for the devil. A uh, movie starring Nicolas Cage was in the movie review. I was very disappointed to find out that Simply for the Devil wasn't a movie about the Rolling Stones, but... Yeah, it should have been. It should have been. Um, and much, much more. Plus, technically, even though we recorded it Monday, it's released on my birthday, so it's kind of like a birthday celebration. So give me, gift me the birthday gift of listening to Wafflebox. Go to at Wafflebox on Twitter, a.k.a. X, a.k.a. Twitter, a.k.a. what the fuck. I don't know what it's going to be called tomorrow. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, follow me at Only Mike Fish. Follow him at Alex James. See if you look, right? I'm I'm not. It's still the Twitter bird. I'm not. I'm not changing it to X. Yeah, no, Elon Musk. Right. Say what you would about Elon Musk. By this time next week, it could be something different. It could, so yeah, I'm, it could I'm be anything. I'm going to stick with the Twitter bird for now. Um, but yeah. So make sure you follow Alex because yes, we will be back next Tuesday. But we are going to have a couple of weeks off while I'm gallivanting in Greece. So. If you do want to listen to him talk about sports, um, New York Giants rush, all that stuff, follow him and you'll be able to get all that yeah. stuff. 
But until next week. Oh, by the way, sorry, Alex. Uh, hey, Mike, what's your prediction for the UK Wildcats football record this year? Um, how many games do college football teams play in a regular season? Ten. Ten and oh. Boom. That's my prediction. Oh, nice. Because nice. they are fucking amazing. Sure. Um, until next week. Seahorses forever. See you next week. Come on, you guys. Let's go to Peyton. He's going to break down that touchdown. Can't hear shit. Never mind. Bye. Have a beautiful time.